Hey everybody, BK with another episode of the Silver Savage Podcast. I am back stateside. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I do want to say I am um, I'm excited to be here. It has been uh, great to share some of what I've been doing over there uh, in my last podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back to last week's episode and uh, and listen to it, see what I've been doing. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about it in a minute, but before I do, I just want to say thank you to all of you that reached out, uh, sent direct messages uh, on social media, sent me text messages, emails, commented on the posts, um, showing support to what I've been doing over there and what we do as a community as a whole. Um, I have people message me all the time saying that they love the podcast and they love the content that we're sharing. And honestly, that makes it all worthwhile because as you guys know, there's nothing that we charge for. Everything is free. And if we add value to you, uh, then that is great. The only thing I would ask, if you guys don't mind, uh, share it. Okay, Invite other people to listen to it. Uh, hopefully, we can provide some value to them as well. And uh, keep rating us. Keep uh, sending comments. And let us know also if there's something you want us to discuss and talk in this podcast that you find interesting. Our last episode, uh, the one I dropped last week, did have the highest number of downloads uh, since we started the podcast. So um, obviously you guys found that uh, interesting. So I'm going to try to gear the podcast. Uh, I don't want to make it truly just about current events, but but really about the life of a warrior, right? Uh, so we're going to keep pushing that down and hopefully um, give you even more value than we have been until now. Um, also, some exciting news. I can't go too in-depth into it, but let's just say that within the next few weeks, you will hear me uh, drop some things about a, a community uh, that we're establishing under the Silver Savage umbrella, uh, something we've been discussing and planning for years. Honestly, since we started the podcast, if you go back to the very first episode, uh, you'll probably hear us mentioning it. Um, so we are actually pushing forward in that direction. So look forward to uh, some community um, platforms that will allow us to interact with each other, uh, do some more events, uh, messaging directly, and a lot of other cool stuff. So that is coming. And on a personal note, there is one more thing that I'm going to be dropping uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, can't tell you too much about that either. So just look uh, forward to that. Uh, so today's episode, I'm going to talk about who you are, what you are, and most importantly, why you are. So yeah, I mean, listen, you hear me say all the time, and if you've listened to our podcast or uh, if you seen the post that we put on social media, you would have seen this tagline that says, protect what matters, right? And I mean, the actions of that last two weeks probably exemplified that more than anything, right? Just packing my bags and going to Israel because in my mind, I had to protect that. That's what mattered, Right. But it's not just a statement. It's not just a slogan to be cool, a hashtag or whatever. It is really driving everything that I do, right? So from Masada Tactical Self-Defense School to working with victims of domestic violence um, to working with hospitals, doing security and protecting some individuals. And obviously as a warrior, fighting a war or uh, working as a police officer for both Steve and myself. Steve now is spending, the reason we don't see him as much, he's super busy teaching uh, some federal agencies. So, uh, you know, we do that because we're passionate about it. It's who we are in our essence, and it drives everything that we do. 
But how can we take that Protect What Matters slogan and make it yours? How do you apply that to your life? And that's really what I want to discuss today. Uh, so let's see. First of all, we're going to discuss who do you protect, right? So uh, what is that thing that matters, right? Um, who we protect is the most important thing and drives everything else we're going to do or the why we, uh, sorry, the how we protect them, right? But who do we protect? So the obvious answer is always loved ones, right? Our family, I mean, I'll do anything to protect my wife, my kids, right? And I'm sure you would as well. Uh, so that's kind of a given, right? But what else are we protecting? So uh, how about your community, right? Do you do anything in the greater sense? And community can be geographical, your neighborhood, right? It can be a group you're affiliated with. It can be based on political identity. It can be based on uh, faith-based, right? It can be based on a variety of elements, but there's a community that you probably belong to. Even if you don't put a label on it, you probably belong to a community or multiple communities, right? And you want to protect their image. You want to protect them physically, right? So there's a community we're protecting as well, right? Um, our companies. I know that many of you listening to this, myself included, obviously, are entrepreneurs. We have our own companies. And even if you're not a company owner, you work at a company, most likely, and you want to protect that company, right? That's your livelihood. And if you're an entrepreneur, it really does mean your livelihood, right? If your company does not succeed, you do not put food on the table, right? If you work at another company, you probably still get a paycheck, but if that company goes under, then that paycheck goes away, right? Or if that company has to downsize, you may lose your job, right? So we certainly want to protect that company, right? So that's another element we want to protect. And ultimately though, and something that we oftentimes forget is we want to protect ourselves, right? Uh, we want to shelter ourselves in a sense, and it's not just physical, right? Um, I want us to get away from the idea that when I talk about protect what matters, it's me going hands-on and fighting my way with everybody. It is not just about that, right? Protect what matters can also be protecting my emotions, protecting my feelings, protecting my well-being, protecting my sense of belonging, my sense of identity, my sense of security, right? So, um, I'm protecting a bunch of things, right? And you do not have to pick one or the other to protect. You can protect them all, and you can protect them all simultaneously. Me going to Israel to protect what matters, to protect the nation of uh, of Jews, right? To protect my people, to protect Israel, right? That was one. But I also did because I knew that whatever is not getting stopped over there in the Middle East is going to come here to America, and that would be have a direct effect on my family and loved ones, right? So I'm certainly protecting them as well, right? I was protecting my own identity because for years, and if you've been following the podcast, you heard me say this, it was hard being a warrior without a war, right? And here's a war, and you heard me for a couple of episodes before I went saying I felt out of alignment, I felt disconnected, I felt like I have a purpose which I cannot fulfill, and now this opportunity came about for me to deploy, and certainly there was a sense of protecting myself, my own identity, my own emotions and feelings in doing so. So um, I protected a lot of things just by that one act. But day to day, right? We, uh, I, I try to protect my company by making uh, making things happen, right? Getting contracts, getting leads, getting clients, right? But the beauty, for me at least, in my company is that there is a direct relation in the sense of how many people I'm reaching and protecting my company by doing so financially. 
but also turning it over to protecting them because I'm providing a service that's going to keep them safe, right? So if I teach them self-defense or doing a security or vulnerability assessment, or if I am teaching active shooter response, right? If I'm teaching law enforcement how to be more proficient with their tools, right? That whole protects what matters to them and in a sense protects what matters to me and protects my company as well, right? So what I'm trying to get to is you don't have to pick one or the other. You can protect multiple things at the same time just by being honest and true to yourself. So now that we know who we want to protect, the question becomes, how do we protect them, right? And again, there's obviously that physical element, right? So do you uh, know self-defense? Can you use your hands if you need to protect your loved ones or yourself? Do you own a firearms? Do you train with that firearm? Do you know how to use it in a tactical manner, not just putting holes in paper, you know, down a lane uh, with zero stress around you, right? Are you in shape, okay? We talked about it multiple times in the past, but are you capable of, I don't need to be a stud and, you know, all six-packed and whatever, but, but I need you to be able to move. I need you to be able to be effective with striking, to be able to pick a loved one and drag with them if they're injured, right? Can you do that? Or are you going to fail them, okay, the same people you're trying to protect because you are out of shape, right? So, obviously, the physical element is a big one. And with that physical element, I'm going to put the tactical element, right? The skill set itself. We talked about shooting. We talked about self-defense. But how about medical, right? Do you know how to put a tourniquet? Because think about it this way. We, we tend to go to the extreme, but more likely, they slip and fall. They get into a car accident. Are you going to be able to provide the aid that they need? Are you going to be able to protect what matters to you, your family, your loved one? At that point in time, are you just going to be a liability or stand there failing them because you did not take the time to learn the skills that could save their lives, right? And it doesn't even have to be their self life, right? They broke a leg. Can you splint it? Can you ease their pain? Can you get them to where they need to be? Or do you have to depend on calling 911, which depending on where you are in the world, may be quick, may not be quick, right? And again, if your kid is watching you, okay, and expecting you to help them and you cannot, are you truly protecting what matters at that point, right? So you owe it to yourself, but you honestly owe it to the people you're trying to protect to invest in yourself and learning those skills, right? So the physical is obviously the, the kind of obvious, the low-hanging fruit in that sense of how do we protect what matters. But let's, let's go a little bit deeper. How about social protection, right? Um, specifically when we talk about kids, sheltering them from certain elements, right? Listen, I don't have to hide it. And for the mo longest time, I was trying to stay away from some political elements, right? Um, I, you obviously know that I'm a conservative and pro Second Amendment. And there's things I'm pro and things I'm not necessarily for as much, right? Um, so I'm going to stop being as politically correct. And I'm sure most of you do not mind. But there are stuff, there are things going on in our educational system that I do not agree with and I don't think my kids should be exposed to it, right? I have no problems with uh, same-sex marriage, for example, or with people that are transitioning even, right? I don't understand it. I'm not doing it, but it certainly doesn't affect me or hurt me when somebody else does. And in true transparency, I have a relative, a very close relative that is going through the process and I still love him or her, right? Just as much. Again, I cannot understand it necessarily. It is not my world, but it does not change the way I feel. But with that said, I do have an issue when kids go to school and are being almost pushed aggressively by the educational system to 
explore that other option in a sense, right? And oftentimes behind the back of their parents, right? I do have a problem with that. And how do I shelter my kids from that? How do I protect them, right? How do I protect them from certain elements of social media, right? With everything that was going on in Israel, and giving you another example, um, there have been a lot of videos of atrocities done by Hamas, right? By the terror organization, from beheadings to mutilation to um, just torture of individuals. A lot of it has been filtering out. There is a 44-minute movie put put together actually by the Israel Defense Forces uh, to show to the world what atrocities were done, right? And there's a debate on whether or not that should be viewed by everybody because it is horrendous to watch, right? And it could actually give you post-traumatic stress disorder just by watching that video, right? So do I want to protect my kids from seeing that? They do not need to be exposed to it, right? I do want to shelter them to an extent. I want them to have a realistic understanding of how dangerous the world is, but I want it done by me in a capacity that I feel they can hand, uh, handle and understand, right? Nobody knows your kids as well as you do, right? So how do I protect them or shelter them socially from everything else that's going on outside? Whatever your belief system is, right? It doesn't have to be in uh, the same as mine. If you are a more left-leaning individual, which I doubt you are if you're listening to my podcast, but a whole different story, right? If you are more left-leaning and you want to protect them from people carrying guns, then I think it's your right to do so. They're your kids and you should be able to protect them and shelter them to whatever extent you see need, uh, you see fit. So we talked about physical uh, protection. We talked about social protection. The last element I want to touch on is emotional protection, right? Are you capable, when we talk about protect what matters, to help shelter, guard your loved one's emotions, right? So think about your spouse. Think about your kids, right? Are you giving them the support they need to truly be themselves, open and honest, right? And in integrity um, about how they're feelings, right? And I'll be honest, I was not very good at that, right? Uh, Obviously, a lot of failed relationships are testament to the fact that I did not provide my significant others with the emotional support they needed. I was not able to protect that for them, and I failed them in all honesty, right? So I've gone as far as I could in, in a sense of learning and, and trying to be better at it. So when I'm with Tyler, I am able to protect her feelings. And, and by protection, I mean, I don't have to force her to open up every time and I don't have to tell her that she has to keep it in a box. She has to feel comfortable and safe to be herself around me. And I think I've done a much better job at it just because I am able to understand now and, and see that, right? On the same token, are you letting yourself be open next to them, right? So protect what matters goes both ways. Are you allowing them to protect you? Are you do you feel comfortable enough in your relationship, right? So we, Tyler, it's the first time that I feel comfortable sharing things that I never share with anybody else, right? She knows about traumatic experiences. She knows about my fears. She knows about my goals. And I feel comfortable sharing those because I feel protected because she does a good job of supporting that. Um, This last trip, again, is a perfect example. She knew how I felt about being a warrior without a war. And when I got the call, I had the opportunity to go and do something. And at the time it was training, but obviously, even if it wasn't, 
she did not hesitate for a second. She protected my feelings by telling me, go. And if you have to stay longer, stay. You do what you need to do. And I'm going to be here waiting for you and loving you and doing whatever I can do to support from afar. And that honestly made my life a lot easier. So protecting what matters is not just beating someone up, but it's also protecting their emotions, right? And protecting them from elements in society that we don't want them exposed to, right? So you need to start figuring out for yourself, for your environment, for your family, first, who you're trying to protect, okay? If you're married, it's only your wife, I would hope, I would hope so, right? If you have kids, I would hope they fall under that category. If you have friends you care about and you're not a fake friend, right? I hope you want to protect them. I will drop everything, pick up a shovel, and pick up some lie and go and help any partner or any friend to hide a body if they ask me to, right? And they know they can count on me for that. And I know I can count on them for the same thing, right? So am I protecting my friends as well, right? My, uh, my community, as we said, right? And again, community can be any group that you associate yourself with, your nation. We're going into Veterans Day, right? I'm recording this on a Friday. You guys will see it on Monday or hear it on Monday right after uh, Veterans Day, right? Those veterans, they protected what mattered, right? Your first responders protect what mattered in the sense that they're protecting a greater element, right? So my community, my nation, right? For me, it's two nations. I'll do everything that I can for America. I'll do everything that I can from Israel. I feel just as loyal for both, and I hope I never have to choose between the two. Um, and my company, right? We mentioned that, organizations you work for, um, and obviously yourself, right? Do not neglect protecting yourself. I find a lot of people, specifically warriors, right? We're doing a great job protecting everybody else. We don't do a good enough job protecting ourselves. And we open ourselves up for failure, right? To be hurt. And eventually that's why we see suicide rates so high within veterans and first responders, right? That's why we see um, people that are battling depression because we don't do a good job of protecting our emotions, protecting our well-being, right? Taking good care of ourselves physically, emotionally, psychologically, uh, so we can be better protectors for everybody else as well. So this episode was a little bit shorter. Hopefully you find some value in that as well. Again, if you can, please go ahead and share this with others. Uh, leave us a comment, send us a message, let us know what you think. And until next time, stay savage.